Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to the Terror Styles podcast. Today's topic is around connection, making better connection with yourself. And from there, seems kind of obvious when we make a better connection with ourselves. It's easier, more joyful, fun, and more freeing, really, to make better connections with others. So that'll be our topic for today. It's actually a request. So thank you for your requests on topics. And like all episodes here, before we dive into our chat part, I'm happy to lead a nice meditation to help us feel better. My goodness, yes. More centered, connected, and who knows what else could happen. Really, anytime you crawl down to the ground or come to sit down or find a comfortable place to begin your practice, you know already if you've done a practice before that good things are about to happen. So you don't necessarily know all the good things about to happen, but some things that are good will happen for sure. All right. So find yourself a truly comfortable place. Give yourself a bit of a sway side to side, easy forward and back. Take your time to find that calm, centered place that only you know exactly where it is. And even when you become a bit more still, notice all that movement happening within you and around you. Let everything soften a bit, a little bend in your knees, your elbows, let your body kind of loosen up a little bit, be a little wiggleable, and let your whole self soften a nice mental, emotional, whole you, uh, softening. Just melt a bit here. And notice your breath here starting to move you more, starting to be more of your helper, more of your support, your friend, starts to become you and your breath together in a bit of a collaboration. Every inhale, creating more room and every exhale, release, relax, let go. Simply notice how you feel. When you're ready, your eyes are closed. Gently open your eyes. 
and welcome back. My goodness. So better. Do you feel better? Something nice, something helpful, something useful. Maybe a little bit more calm, at ease, connected, focused. Really depends on what's going on with you. That's what's so cool about these practices. It's not like you have a headache and you take an aspirin and hopefully it takes your headache away. Sort of you know the direction that that medication is aiming for. It's taking you in a manipulative journey toward one direction. These practices have a way of bringing you to more harmony. So if you feel a little bit kind of hyper agitated, this practice can even you out a little bit. If you feel a little lethargic and uh, this practice can bring you a bit more focus and ease. So just take a moment if you'd like to notice how you feel right now. Notice any changes, really anything that you notice is good. The more you pay attention to what's going on with you, the better everything becomes, my goodness. And the more you pay attention to what's happening around you, the more calm, the more safe you are, the more ease you're creating for everyone around you. You're more aware of yourself and your environment. So many good things. So this is why we practice. Yes. All right. So let's switch gears just a bit, a brief turn up the hill to connection. And I'm thinking so many of us are feeling this type of year, this type of year, this it's really a type of year, the fast type of year, <laughs> the moving too fast type of year, this time of year, I meant to say, but that makes sense too. It's challenging to slow down when there's more things happening in a short period of time. You know, December is one month, <laughs> 30 days. Every month is just a few weeks and you're doing all your normal things and you're probably doing a lot more other things as well. So how do we make that good connection with ourselves during this busy time and how can we keep that to roll with the rest of the time that we have here, living, enjoying, being, doing the things that you'd like to do. And so much of what I can offer comes back to practice. When you practice not just your yoga, not just your meditation to check off the box, but to practice in the way where you're noticing how you feel. Include yourself in your practice. You don't want to rush through your practice to kind of get it done. Um, I'm friends with Jillian Michaels, so I feel like I can say this. I saw one of her recent Instagram posts, and she makes these really funny reels, and she was lip syncing the audio, and she had on the text that said Christmas workouts, and she's standing in this beautiful room with a Christmas tree in the background, and the audio said, do I want to do it? No. Do I like doing it? No. Am I going to do it? Yes. <laughs> and it was about getting your workouts in during this holiday season. And yeah, I totally get it. It's um, not the first thing on everybody's mind. Oh yeah, I'm going to take care of myself, do my workout, do my yoga practice today. But when you flip the script a little bit, it sounds a little corny to say, but when you flip it a little bit to getting your workout done or getting your yoga practice done to, oh, wow, I'm going to take this time 
to have with myself. I'm going to take this time and it, the time is going to feel good, not just after, after your practice. Of course, you're going to feel better. Of course, you're getting all the benefits, more strength, more balance in yourself physically, emotionally, all the health benefits, all the mental benefits, all the things. Yes, they're happening after. But when you include yourself in your practice, in your alignment, really, with yoga, we focus so much on putting your body in the correct place so you can progress, so you can get better and also not injure yourself. It's how you move, not just the alignment when you're in a position, a yoga posture, a final place, but how you're moving all of the time. And you're not just a bag of bones and muscles and, and the physical aspects of you. You are inside of you. So it's really essential to include yourself in your practice, in your alignment. Notice how you feel and respond to what you find. So what does that look like? Well, it looks totally different. <laughs> if you were to film yourself doing your yoga practice, kind of just checking out and going through it, it's going to look a little bit like you're being rough on yourself. You're kind of being a little careless, maybe, you know, not so extreme, but you're just kind of moving your body around. You're making shapes, <laughs> you know, you're exercising, you're putting yourself in one place and then putting yourself in another place. It's actually manipulating yourself. You're moving yourself like a sack of potatoes, your meat suit, as some people say. I don't really like all that stuff. <sighs> to me, that feels exhausting. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do a yoga practice like that. I don't want to do a workout like that. I want to do my movement practice and really everything in a way where I'm learning more about what's going on with me. I'm getting more connected to myself. And I know because of practice that when I'm more connected to myself, I can do better with all the other things. I can do better with other people, with my work, with my family, all this stuff. Um, with strangers, I become kinder automatically. I don't have to try to be kind. I don't have to try to say something appropriate. I don't have to try not to say something inappropriate. These good things, these good connections just happen without trying because you're practicing on your mat, including yourself in connection with your breath, your body, your alignment, not as an afterthought, not getting in the position and saying, okay, now how do I feel? You don't have to be so intense about asking yourself how you feel every moment along the way. It simply becomes a color to your practice. It becomes a tone to your practice. You become someone who's practicing self-care all of the time or really whenever you remember. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I was doing something with some new friends of mine, Daniel Hatcher from Alliance for Healthier Generation and Kelly Clore, member of Cherokee Nation. We're a little band. We do some events here and there. We're doing something for the rural library um, community. 
and we were talking about sharing self-care practices for this community, a few hundred librarians all around the U.S., which is pretty cool. And I'm teaching some of our practices, meditations, and portable practices, connecting your breath and body together. And just in our brainstorm about it, we were talking about taking care of yourself publicly, you know, not waiting until you get home or not waiting for that private moment to take a breath, to notice the position that your body's in, to notice how you feel, what's going on with you, and how does that relate to how you're moving yourself around. Our theme for this month for the Strala Yoga app is, it's a little bit of a long one, <laughs> but it's so good. It's be open to the possibility that what you find, what you notice going on with you physically has a connection, has a relationship to what's going on with the rest of you. So if you're doing your yoga practice and you feel a little stuck, feel a little tense, you could push past it or you could just kind of muscle through it or you could give up or you could say, hey, what's going on? Not just what are the events happening in my life, but how do I feel about the things happening in my life? I was uh, brought to the attention of a memoir recently about trauma, and it was interesting hearing the person's trauma. And my first thought was kind of a strange one to really admit, but it was trying to put myself in their shoes in a way and saying, well, it's not that that event didn't completely traumatize that person. I believe them, but I don't think that event necessarily would have traumatized me. <laughs> it's not to compare trauma or anything, but I also interviewed a lovely woman, Kimberly Shannon Murphy, on her book Glimmer, and she endured insane abuse by her grandfather since she was a little toddler until he died. And that trauma to me is insane and her survival is incredible and she's done a lot of this work and connection so I think it's just so interesting how you respond to the events that happen in your life you know you could wake up tomorrow and say oh yesterday I went to pick up my kid from school and they were in a bad mood then I went to the grocery store, and then we went home, and then I made dinner, and then I went to bed, and uh, it was also exhausting, right? That could be a totally anticipated response. Or, oh, yesterday I was so excited. I went and picked up my kid from school, and we had the time to go to the grocery store, and we looked around and picked out all of the favorite foods we like and thought about what we could make for supper that night and came home and cooked dinner together and had a dinner and played a little bit and tucked ourselves in and went to sleep and felt really good about it. So it's not always what's happening in your life. It's how are you responding? And this is where it gets kind of cool in a way. You know, you could think, oh, that person's life is great. I want that person's life. But you're not that person. You're you. <laughs> so how are you responding to your life right now? And maybe that's a bigger question on what are you doing to move yourself in the direction that you would like to go? And so much of that is possible, the improving in your life, getting to where you would like to go, or at least moving in that direction, 
is in this practice of making a good connection with yourself. And then, of course, making better connections with the folks around you. So I know for myself, when I have good days, it doesn't necessarily matter the things that happen that day so much. I mean, within reason, not like super dramatic days or other days, but sometimes it could just be my mood. I'm like, oh, everything is so hard today. Why is it so hard? I'm exhausted. I need to go to sleep. <sighs> or everything is a challenge, but isn't that fun? That's exciting. That's great. And we don't need to say one's good and one's bad. But what's interesting about our practice is we can say, well, how do I feel about these things? And then take the things away. Just how do I feel? And then take that away and say, what's going on with me? What do I notice? What am I aware of? And how can I make a better connection with myself? So that practice took a bad habit of mine away, which is to compare other people's lives and how I think they should be reacting to their life. Oh, that person, their trauma wasn't so bad. How come they had such an intense reaction or their life is so good? How come they're so miserable or whatever? It took that judgment away and brought me more to a place where I'm understanding, oh yeah, it doesn't really matter what's going on in your life. It matters how you respond and how you feel. And the more you practice noticing how you feel, the more your responses are going to become more resilient, maybe more centered, more calm, more focused, the good things that we want. And the more you ignore how you feel, the further you get away from those good responses. So I thought that was kind of cool. So someone asked about how do we create better connections with ourselves and with those around us? So I thought we could start from there. So let me know if that's interesting for you. That's really been a big guiding principle in my life, really also in how I connect with people with work. I do a lot of different projects and a lot of different areas. My friend Jess Locke, who's a Strala guide and she does lots of cool other things. She does a lot of the graphics for us at Strala and some of the art. And she recently put together a deck, presentation deck we needed for something. And she said, Tara, I knew you did like other things besides teaching yoga. I knew about the books and some of that stuff, but there's a lot going on here. <laughs> and I think that's just me. I'm interested in doing lots of different things, different partnerships, working with different organizations. And a lot of that is possible because, well, first of all, I want to do those things. I like doing those things, so I'm seeking them out. I'm not waiting for opportunities to come to me. But every time I do make a connection with someone, I think, well, how can I sort of help the situation that they're doing? How can I, or is there a space? Is it appropriate for me to get involved or to suggest an idea of something we could do together or can I just hang around and be there in case they come up with an idea that I could be a part of and we all have our own styles and our own desires of things we want to do but this foundation of making a good making a good connection with myself and making a good connection with others is that principle that really is the biggest secret I think I have for 
collaboration with others, partnerships with others, and good partnerships, ones that feel good, ones that are beneficial in all sorts of ways for myself, for the partner, and for other people that we're reaching in this way. We're helping or connecting, all of these things. So hopefully that's helpful. I know you're all doing lots of different things with your life and reaching people in different ways and we're all here in some ways of trying to do a good job of that and trying to feel good and use our energy for good so hopefully this was helpful feel free to let me know all the ways you can let me know you can share this tag me on social reach out you can leave me a voice message on terrastyles.com you can practice with us on the Strala Yoga app if you're not already a member what are you waiting for? We've got an amazing global community and new practices all the time. Yoga, Tai Chi, Shiatsu, workouts, meditations, all the things, and thousands of practices all organized. I like to joke that they're organized by the Dewey Decimal System, if anybody remembers that, but by time, the amount of time that you can take for practice or can make and feeling so gentle energized workout strong uh, meditation all these kinds of things so come on down join us up you can download the strala yoga app wherever you get your app or the web is stralahome.com and thanks so much for being here thanks for listening and most important thanks for taking good care of you take a big inhale long exhale Have a wonderful day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.